0: Sandy, who are we? What's happening?
1: Well, I think that we are still in literature, um, starring Samantha and And Sandy as well.
0: How come I get a whole name and you don't get a whole name? Sandy's not your whole legal name. Yes,
1: it is. (laughs) Don't, they'll find me.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, like so many have done before. Yeah, she's Mm. got a stuaca. Not anymore. She almost had a stuaca. I
1: almost had one. It was touch and go there for a while. I was really trying to figure out how I could like make this work in my favor and like maybe get some sort of pay pig arrangement out of it, but then it ended up being too much effort. So I ended up sugar just baby.
0: Him. Oh, okay.
1: No, nothing that. Uh, nothing that serious. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that committed. <laughs> just would have been nice to like insult someone and then have some money come into my account. But um, you know, you you only get out what you put in, so.
0: You what heard of scenario sort of a... can you insult someone and get money?
1: It's a thing called pay pigs, and I'm not I'm not deep
0: into it. I don't really I'm not across the pay pigs. So someone yeah. can pay me for being insulting.
1: Yeah, you you call them names. You I'm know, like so a good at insulting
0: people, and I'm not getting paid for it.
1: You should look you should look into this. Apparently, it's a thriving uh, it's a thriving Market. sexual subculture.
0: <laughs> oh, it has to be sexual.
1: Well. I don't think you have to do anything.
0: I just have to be really rude to them. Just
1: like message them really nasty, mean things, and then they'll give you money for it.
0: I do that to you, and you don't give me money for it. I don't it.
1: have any money.
0: <laughs> that is true. Okay. so
1: I'm working so much. Uh, Speaking
0: of... Working so much, See? what about Shakespeare, huh?
1: <laughs> Famously a very hard worker.
0: What are we closing this season with?
1: Uh, our final Roman play. Which is Coriolanus.
0: Okay. So mm. I don't know anything about Coriolanus <laughs> except for uh, that it is Donald Sutherland's first name in the Hunger Games. Yes.
1: And didn't oh. it, as such, didn't it make your list of worst names that you have on your phone? Okay. It's not
0: worst names. It's just called ugly names.
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe we should read that for the stinger.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. There's so There's like 70 now. <laughs> um... But yes, President Corgillianus Snow did make the list. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll give you a little sampler of it Yeah, later. we can... <laughs> a little section, because I'm pretty proud of this list. Uh, pretty proud of yes. my, um, my harvest this year. <laughs> All right, tell me about Donald Sutherland.
1: All right, well, so the play itself is believed to have been written between 1605 and 1608, um, published in 1623, as is kind of a pattern with... <laughs> you vaping over there?
0: No. <laughs> the v- it doesn't get picked up by the mic, all right? I'm allowed. I'm in my own home. All right. Sure. I haven't had breakfast.
1: <sighs> really treating this Shakespearean play with respect.
0: I am. I need the juice.
1: <laughs> all right. So they think it was his second last tragedy, which seems pretty meaningless because there were like four or more plays that were meant to be written after this. So I don't... I don't see it as the culmination, really. Second of last.
0: What was the last last?
1: I mean, I looked at the list of plays and I, and I hadn't read any of them, so I'm not really sure which was the last last. Maybe Henry the Eighth. Um,
0: Henry the last last.
1: Yeah, Henry the last last was probably. I mean, given the story of Henry the Eighth, I assume that's the it was guy a that tragedy. chops off
0: his wife's heads, right?
1: Well, two of his wives.
0: Well, how many did he have?
1: Like eight. Oh. No
0: six. All right. Two out of uh, six. Because
1: there was like a little rhyme that like school children in the 50s had to remember it, which was like divorce, beheaded, died, divorce, beheaded, survived.
0: Why did fifth graders have to memorize that?
1: Because times were tough in the 50s.
0: When are you going to use that?
1: down the mines
0: <laughs> down the mines to get the canary to cooperate i shan't watch out for cavens unless you recite the henry the eighth wife rhyme
1: it's like you must answer me these questions three <laughs> yeah. which wife of
0: henry the <laughs> Oh my god, like the gross-ass Sphinx in Gods of Egypt. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, guys, we watched Gods of Egypt and the whole time I was like, when the fuck is Christian Bale coming in? Like, I don't see him being a secondary character. Mm. And we looked it up and it was a completely different movie. It was Exodus.
1: Exodus. God gods and kings
0: gods and kings So of should... egypt
1: but not in the title yeah so you can understand why we may have been a little bit confused
0: but it was a happy accident because mm. gods of egypt was incredible <laughs> it,
1: was, it was definitely something it was
0: something Gerard Some butler was in it Oh, uh, that was so good and he Jane just kept Lannister? gouging out eyes <laughs>
1: Well, like, huh. gold blood, that was a choice.
0: Gold blood No,
1: choice. No, the, cho- the main oh, choice. Oh, the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah, the choice that defined the movie was that they made all the gods, like... Bigger. Bigger, like, half, again, the size of the humans. Yeah, not... So it was just weird, but the proportions were weird.
0: Yeah, no, they were just... The humans looked mm. like Oompa Loompas. That's yeah. how I would describe it. Okay, so, tell me about... Um,
1: yeah, it's loosely based on a real guy. That Plutarch wrote about. Um, there was a real Coriolanus, uh, Caius Martius Coriolanus. What? <laughs> uh, I don't really know much about him. I'm, I'm just going to take Shakespeare's word for it as to what happened.
0: <laughs> it's like, uh,
1: probably. I mean, yeah, apparently there's a real guy. I don't really care. Um, and this this is a very fascist play. Um, Topical. Yeah, while also somehow being very gay. Oh, uh, and for the that perfect reason, amount. Yeah. And for that reason, among others, I think it would make a great Mean Girls esque '90s teen movie. You know how they used to do that.
0: With yes, uh... ten things I hate about yeah, you. Exactly. She's the man. Exactly. Oh my god.
1: So maybe yeah. Feel free to like cast it with that in mind. But
0: <laughs> thank you. No, I needed that. That that's good. That's mm. good. Uh, what is it? What's a good analogy? F- 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 fire started, like Doritos starting fires in the woods. I don't know. What? Oh, uh, a survival tip. If you're stuck in the woods and you don't have any fire starters, Doritos burn for a very long time. Do they really? I have a Dorito right here and I have a lighter right here. We should. And I have let's the thirst that for knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right here.
1: Right there. All right. So let's go back to Rome. Uh, in the very, very early days of the Republic. So they've just kind of deposed Rome's last king.
0: Who was the king? Oh.
1: I don't know. I didn't write it down.
0: Oh. Tiberius. <laughs> Is this before or after the events of, like, Caesar?
1: What, uh, like a couple hundred years
0: before. Before. Yeah. Because right.
1: remember, Caesar's the end of the Roman Republic.
0: Oh, yeah. I do remember from listening to our episode, Julius Caesar out now on Spotify et <laughs> al.
1: Yeah. Okay. So apparently the Rome's last king was Lucius Tarquinius Superbus.
0: Superbuts.
1: <laughs> superbus. But um lo- spelt like superbus.
0: Superbus. Love yeah. it. Okay. <laughs>
1: Alright. So in the very early days of the republic and the people are rioting oh. against the patrician class, which is the senators and the governmental elite. Um, now that it's like a brand new republic, right? These are the the richy rich uh <laughs> senators that are in charge of everything. So remember how last time or in Julius Caesar, I think we talked about how in the roman model of uh of democracy in order to serve in the government you have to be independently wealthy because it's not yes, a good position i do
0: actually remember so that. these guys
1: are like really rich and all the people are poor and they're writing against the rich you know same old story
0: same old sounds as old as yeah. time um,
1: yeah so apparently there's a big famine there's no food the plebeians uh, want to set the price of grain apparently grain is too expensive um and the patricians uh, are imposing the price of grain, they're in control of the grain, and they are accusing the, the patricians of hoarding the grain. <laughs> um, and like, they got.
0: <laughs> All this? They got
1: grain hidden in those togas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Check their toga pockets for extra grain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and specifically, they name a man named Caius Martius, um, who's a general and a war hero, also okay. a patrician, as the chief enemy to the people. So this is the guy they want to blame their troubles on.
0: Uh, the escape goat.
1: <laughs> yes. So as they ride around in like the general direction of the capital, uh, they come upon a patrician named Meninius, who mm. is a close friend of Martius, kind of a father figure to him. I'm
0: so sorry. Hang on. Just stay like that because you look hilarious right now. And you <laughs> Did I push
1: my friendship?
0: up? It'll be a treat for later.
1: Okay, so Menenius uh comes upon the crowd and he's kind of a smooth talking like witty older guy like a Rupert Everett type.
0: Ooh. Um
1: maybe if this is a high school situation, maybe he's like the Kurt from Glee.
0: Oh, I see. So he's is he the jock? Is he the
1: No, he's more of like the
0: he's sassy. Oh. He's smooth
1: talking, he's witty.
0: Is he like the the school gay?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> you know that one school gay. Well, you know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So he speaks to the mob and tells them that the patricians are only doing what they think is best for the people. And he compares the role of the Senate in Rome to the role of the stomach in the human body. So he tells like a story about how all the parts of the body rose up against the belly one day because they saw that it was getting all the food. Um, and the belly responds in its own defense saying that it only serves as a storehouse for the nutrients which it then dispenses through the rest of the body. Um, so he says, like, I send it through the rivers of your blood, the strongest nerves, and small inferior veins. Uh, from me, receive that natural competency whereby they live. So Menenius is saying that, like, the belly, the patricians, the patricians are collecting and dispensing grain to the entire city, like, in, Aww, and that they're they? actually serving. Yeah, oh, the are
0: they yeah. are they doing that really?
1: <laughs> so the citizens still disagree with him. So he gives them this warning. He says, but make you ready your stiff bats and clubs. Rome and her rats are at the point of battle. The one side must have bail. So he's like, if you're not going to settle down, get ready for a fight. Yeah. Um, because, you know, one side's going to cave.
0: <laughs> yeah, this belly's going to shit itself <laughs>
1: Yes, so while Menenius is sort of sparring verbally with the crowd, Caius Martius himself comes in and ruins everything. Okay. So Caius Martius is a great general and war hero, uh, for sure, but he is—he—he—he is, he, he doesn't relate to other human beings very much.
0: Is he... I'm trying to think who... Is he the class president of the school? The one that's going to go to, like, a... Um... He's going to go to an Ivy League, so he doesn't really care about anyone else because he knows he's, a Bit like... of that,
1: but also probably, like, leader of the football team. If the football team in this it means the army.
0: Okay, so he's a job. Oh, yeah, job class president. That's a thing. That's a hybrid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's hot shit, and everyone hates him for it. Uh, and he's the worst. So the first thing he does when he walks in the scene is call the crowd dogs and cowards
0: perfect yes. great entrance strong
1: <laughs> yes very strong so um, I, i've got a quote here um he that will give good words to thee will flatter so he that he that um says nice things about you is lying uh beneath a pouring what would you have you curs, that like nor peace nor war the one affrights you the other makes you proud so he's like what do you want you don't want peace you don't want war
0: <laughs> uh we just want the price of grain to be like sustainable really <laughs> mm.
1: He that, sir. Yes, sir, your majesty. Uh, he that trusts to you where he should find you lions, finds you hares, where foxes, geese, you are no sure or no, than coal of fire upon the ice or hailstone in the sun. Your virtue uh, is to make him worthy whose offense subdues him and curse that justice did it. So he's like, you're changeable, you're fickle, you're cowardly, you're not worth anything. He's just
0: reading everyone. Fuck
1: you, yeah. And oh. they're like...
0: Everyone's like, "We're hungry." Damn, you were right, bro. But man,
1: <laughs> um, so he's like, "How dare you rail at the Senate, who are the only thing, except for the gods, that stops you fucking eating each other?" <laughs> um, and I'm sure that we can see Marcius's viewpoint at least to a certain extent. But this uh, tirade obviously really endears him to the crowd. They're like, "That's our guy. We love
0: him." They loved him? No, they don't. Oh, they fucking hate him. <laughs> They're
1: like, "This guy. I don't think. I don't think he." He should be representing us
0: in the Senate. I don't think he's saying nice things about us at all.
1: I don't know if he necessarily has our best interests at heart.
0: What gave it away?
1: <laughs> so he, so he's like, he, he comes over to Menenius. He's like, what's their problem? Menenius <laughs> is like, they think we're hoarding grain. And Martius is like, I'm going to slaughter everyone. <laughs> and stack the pieces of their bodies higher than I could throw my lance.
0: Just because he got accused of hoarding grain <laughs> Sure sounds like someone is hoarding grain to me Yeah,
1: so Menenius is like Calm down, eat a Snickers Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ Um. So once Martius has calmed down He reports to Menenius The Senate has agreed to allow the plebeians So the, the people yeah. To elect five tribunes or representatives Ooh. To advocate for their interests in the Roman government Tribunes So they've got some equal representation oh, finally yeah.
0: This is literally Hunger Games now <laughs>
1: Tribunes, not tributes.
0: Tributes? Nice, okay.
1: <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> tributes? Remember, tribune is that thing that we keep bringing up but never defining, which is like a magistrate in
0: First of all, the don't lump in with that we. I don't know what anything means. <laughs> this is on you. This falls yeah. on you. Yeah. You. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna slaughter all of <laughs> you. <laughs> Every time he gets, every time he gets criticized,
0: give me one grain, and he's like, "I'll give you a grain."
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna elect five tribunes. Um, to represent the people. So at that moment, Messenger dashes in, oh, bringing yes. word that the Volsci's, um, which are an Italian tribe in the early enemy, uh, early enemies of Rome. So this is like Roman Republic before they're an empire. So they haven't even conquered Italy yet. Ooh. There's other Italian city-states like dotted around the place that eventually they're gonna swallow up. And, like, of
0: course, later. Yeah.
1: Later on, yeah. Um, with the help of people like Julius Caesar and Coriolanus.
0: <laughs> oh, here he come, yeah, here so, come the boy.
1: So, yeah, so the Volskys uh, are arming for war. They're like, we're going to war with Rome. It's happening. Yeah,
0: why not? And Martius
1: is keen for war, of course. Uh, He thinks it will be good for the city and mentions that the Volskys are led by a great general, Tullus Alphidius. And he gushes about him a little bit. He's like,
0: I've heard he slaughtered so many people (laughs) and was like over his house, which is, you know, one of my goals personally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so he says, they have a leader, Tullus Orphidius, that will put you to it. I sin in envying his nobility and were I anything but what I am, I would wish me only he. So he's like, I love being Martius, but if I had to be someone else, I'd want to be him. (laughs) And Cominius, uh, who's the consul of Rome, Rome's president at the moment, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, because he's chatting to him about it. He's like, you have fought together, is is what he gleans from this. And Martius says, we're half to half the world... Uh, by the ears and he upon my party, I revolt to make only my wars with him. He is a lion that I'm proud to hunt. So oh, he, he's a big fan. He's a
0: big fan. Of Tullus hey.
1: Alphidius. And he's like, he's my enemy.
0: He's, no one else gets him. He's mine. Yeah, so I'm he has a
1: big crush on the enemy. Gotta get
0: his autograph before I kill him.
1: <laughs> um, a group of senators has come in and they now order Cominius, Um So he's the he's the president of Rome this year. And Titus Lartius, who's another patrician yeah, and, and um, like army guy, um, to command the impending war. So Marcius is going to act as lieutenant under Comminius. The crowd disperses, and the senators return to the capital to prepare for their campaigns. The crowd's like, war.
0: crowd's like, well, didn't get anything we wanted, but I <laughs> killed a it... day, I guess. I was so bored, <laughs> not a lot to do without any grain. <laughs>
1: Uh, so meanwhile, the Plebeians have elected their tribunes, um, but we're we're going to focus on two of these. Only two of them really make an appearance
0: okay. in the play. The other three are just like...
1: They're not really in it. They're just there. <laughs> um, so two of the tribunes are called Cineus and Brutus. <gasps> not that Brutus. Brutus? This is a sh- that shittier Brutus. Oh my god. <laughs> so um, they have been watching Martius his behavior and they don't like him at all (laughs) because he's not very likable
0: i don't like it he keeps saying he's gonna kill us (laughs) (laughs) any moment we're just like hey guys just you know starving Mm. (laughs) (laughs) so they say
1: he's so proud he'd mock the moon for being modest uh wonders how he will bear being under the command of cominius they're like i wonder if he can be commanded Um, If he can handle that. But Brutus points out that by being second in command, Martius is going to escape blame if things go badly. Uh, But he's going to receive all the credit if things go well. Um, The action shifts to the Volscian city of Coriolis, where Tullus Alphidius, who is um, about to leave to attack Rome, tells the senators of Coriolis, um, which has its own senators. Thank you very much. Like, it's its own city. Oh. um, Not for
0: love.
1: (laughs) Uh, the, The Romans already know he's coming and are prepared. So he's like, we clearly have a mole in the Senate. Uh, They constantly know what we're about to do and keep thwarting us, and the senators don't listen to him. They tell him, you advance as planned and only return to Coriolis if the Romans somehow manage to besiege our city first in some kind of highly unlikely preemptive strike that could absolutely never happen. And he's like, okay, fine, and goodbye (laughs) forever probably. Um, Because if I meet the amazing and hot General Caius Martius, we will strike at each other until one of us can strike no more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say I'm going to fuck him, but I'm going to fuck him.
1: <laughs> Back in Rome, uh, Voluminia, who is Martius's mother, and Virgilia, his wife, sit sewing together. Oh. Uh, Virgilia's down because her husband loves war more than he loves her. Yep. And Voluminia tells her that this is actually a good thing, and she says uh, she, as his mother, would rather he go off to war and get killed uh, but be famous than stay home and be like, remembered for nothing she thinks that he'll defeat Orphidius and she also says she thinks that bloody wounds are better looking on a man than Ooh. golden trophies. So it's clear she has like very much shaped her son and influenced his ambitions. Like he's going down this kind of more general path because that's something that she wanted for him.
0: Yeah, she's like don't worry about jewelry. She's like a bit of
1: a stage mom.
0: She's exactly a stage... She's a mm-hmm. dance mom. She's a, she's a fucking <laughs> yeah. soldier mom.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um, she's like... You know the, sta- the the thing of the stage mom, like, doing the moves yeah. backstage? Right? <laughs> she's like... <laughs> yeah, she's, like, stabbing with a spear backstage. Like, get him! Get Martius. him! Marcius! Yes, so the two women are visited by Valeria, who's oh. another Roman noblewoman. Uh, and they discuss Vigilia and Marcius' son, who's, like, a little boy... Um, who apparently takes after his father in that he's, you know, good at fighting.
0: And is, you know, dead inside.
1: Oh, well, no. I was that uh, yeah. Who takes after his father in that he is good at fighting and not that he is the worst.
0: Oh, okay. So he's just a sweet little boy. How old is this sweet little boy?
1: Uh, in the it's not sad, but in the oh. version I saw he was like eight.
0: Okay. He is a sweet little boy then. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Then Valeria tells them the news from the battlefield. So Wacominius, remember? president, uh-huh. uh, has taken part of the Roman army to meet Alphidius' forces in the field. Titus latius the other guy who's leading the army, and Martius are uh, leading the rest of the army uh, in a siege against Coriolis. So at Coriolis, the stupid Volscian senators come to the walls <laughs> to parley with Vol- Martius and latius <laughs>
0: God, all the names just end with us and I'm just nodding emphatically like, yeah, I know who that is. (laughs) Martius and Larchius. Martius and (laughs) Larchius and Barchius and Sarchius. Oh my God. The Arshish. I'm just, I'm waiting for Donald Sutherland to show up. I'm waiting for Regina George.
1: Warning the Romans that Elphidius' army will soon return to rescue the city. Uh, They send out what troops have stayed behind uh, in a sortie against the besiegers. You can tell I copy-pasted that. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sortie question mark? (laughs) It's
1: basically just like a little, couple troops just to try and fight them a bit. Um, The Volskins do pretty well and drive the Romans back to their trenches... Marcius doesn't like this. He curses his men for their cowardice.
0: I'll kill <laughs> um, you. I'll kill all of you.
1: <laughs> and he tries to lead them back all the way up to the gates of the city. However, somehow during this battle, he's cut off from his troops and trapped inside the walls of Coriolis by himself. <gasps> and Larchus assumes that he's dead. However, when he appears before them, literally covered in blood, like someone poured it over his head. Like his Harry mom style. did.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Soldier mom. <laughs>
1: Turns out he's single-handedly held off the Volskians, Ooh. forced the gates open again, and allowed the Roman army to surge in and seize the city.
0: Okay. So
1: Coriolis is fucked at this point.
0: Oh my um, god, everyone's hating on this guy, but he's a—he's uh, pretty good. He's good at football. <laughs> he's so good at football. Who would we cast? Hang on. Some psychopath Good at football.
1: In the version I saw, mm-hmm. National Theatre, it was Tom Hiddleston oh and he was really really hot but
0: (laughs) wait so like in real life no 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 i didn't see it in real life this is is online tom hiddleston okay i guess it's loki yeah but i mean in in terms of this high school
1: yeah high school movie i don't
0: know oh tom hiddleston was in high school at one point of his life i would assume i don't know if he was you think he was always, like... I feel like he was like in a, a tower age.
1: with, like, an old tutor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he was hidden from the sun. He had, like, the brittle bones disease or something. they like, you must practice your tower. Latin and your
1: sums. But <laughs> For one day, you'll be king.
0: <laughs> I'll kill all of them.
1: <laughs> but, Father, I want to play with the other boys.
0: <laughs> You're not like the other boys. Because he has brittle bone disease. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Look at him now, though. Covered Mm -hmm. in blood. Love it.
1: So he's covered in blood, and he's single-handedly taken Coriolis. So Martius is hella wounded and bleeding everywhere, but um, still happy to fight. (laughs) It's his favorite thing to do, and he takes his army up to join with Cominius's, who are fighting with Alphidius's men, who seem to have just made it back from their failed attack on Rome.
0: Uh
1: So Cominius, whose army is shooting, has not yet heard the news of the capture of Coriolis. So when he sees Martius covered in blood, he's like, shit, did we lose? And Marcius tells him not to trip, dog.
0: It's fine, um, I got it.
1: (laughs) And he leads Caminius's men against Orphidius' men.
0: What's the name of the guy he has a crush on again? Orphidius. Oh, here we go. Oh,
1: they're going to (laughs) meet. So um, Marcius and Orphidius even have a little one-on-one combat with each (gasps) other. Yeah. And um, Marcius ends up driving Orphidius back, but doesn't manage to kill him. Okay. Almost like he doesn't want to. Yeah, he's like,
0: (laughs) I'll save that for later.
1: Yeah, so the Romans win. Of course. Um, but Martius doesn't want the lion's share of the treasure that he's entitled to, what? preferring to share it all with his men
0: oh. who cheer
1: for him. <laughs> so Comminius tries to praise him and honor the wounds that he got uh, fighting for his country, but Martius is so embarrassed by this, he won't let Comminius speak at all. He says, No more I say, for that I have not washed my nose that bled or foiled <laughs> some female wretch, which without note... He has men- many else have done, so lots of other people have done you know, the same things he's that like, I've done. He's like, I'll
0: kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you shout me forth, and acclamations, hyperbolical, as if I loved my little, I sh- uh, should be dieted and praises sourced with lies. So he's like, stop talking about me.
0: I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill
1: you. Um, Comidius gives him the name Coriolanus, in on- honor of his winning efforts of taking the city of Coriolis. Coriolanus.
0: There you go. Oh, it was a mislead. (laughs) I was like, when is he coming in? He's been here. The real Coriolanus was inside of us all (laughs) along. Oh my god. Yes. All right, lesson learned. Let's go get some brunch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we switch to Orphidius, who curses Martius as his nemesis, and he says this. Five times, Martius, I have fought with thee. So they've met in battle before. Um, So often hast thou beat me, and wouldst do so, I think, should we encounter as often as we eat. By the elements, if ever again I meet him, beard to beard, he's mine, or I am his. Oh, (laughs) Mine emulation hath not that honour in it had, for where I thought to crush him an equal... Crush him in an equal force. True sword to sword. I'll poch at him some way or wrath or craft may get him. So this sort of reflects that what started as an honest rival... This sort of reflects that what started as an honest rivalry to him is driving him to the point of desperation. He's like, you know, I used to think that I would just meet you one-on-one and beat you face-to-face, but now I'm like...
0: Yeah, is it a rivalry if you haven't even won? Yeah, oh, wow. he's, well,
1: now he's like, now I'm going to do anything. Like, I'll even, like, cheat okay. and be unfair.
0: Okay, so he's, he's the jock from another school, then. He's the, yes. He's the head boy.
1: <laughs> um, so back in Rome, we're hanging with Meninius, Brutus, and Cineas Fun. Uh, the two people's tribunes, so that's Brutus and Sinius, they criticize Martius, calling him overly proud and an enemy to the common people. Of he Lyme.
0: literally said, stop talking about me, guys. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but he still thinks
1: he's too good for the common people.
0: Well, he did, like, kill a bunch of people. <laughs> so he's like, a- I'll kill you. I'm, I'm, I'll kill anyone. I'll, I'll kill myself. <laughs> I'll kill myself. I'll kill you.
1: So there's a sense that if he's given power, so if he gets the consulship, uh, as a reward for his prowess in battle, he'll wield it like a tyrant.
0: Yeah, he'll kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah. remember, um, who's kind of like, you know, a friend of uh, of Martius, kind of like a father figure, tells them that they should look to their own faults before they criticize others, since they are unmeriting, proud, violent, testy magistrates, alias fools, as any in Rome. So he he's being a bit rude to them. So while he attacks them, Brutus and Sinius point out that he's hardly a perfect public servant either. Um, and then they say that he's better known to be a perfected driver for the table than a necessary bencher in the capital. So he's better at witty dinner conversation than he is uh, at being, a like, jockey. a politician. Yeah,
0: He's a um, disc jockey. He's not a real politician mm-hmm. anymore.
1: Exactly. While Virgilia hopes that her husband is not badly hurt, Cari- uh, Marcius' mother says, Oh, he is wounded. I thank the gods for it. In the shoulder <laughs> and the left arm. There will be large... Uh, is I don't know. Wounds. To show the people uh, when he shall stand for his place. So she's clearly already planning for him to be consul. Of course. She's like, all these wounds are going to make the people think, oh, what a great war hero. And then he's going to be president.
0: Why else would you pop him out? You know? I mean... Exactly.
1: Um, Menenius is generally pleased as well to hear that Martius has done well. And then Martius Coriolanus enters Rome to much fanfare, surrounded by his soldiers. And he reunites with his mother and wife. Even though he's now a war hero, he still kneels to his mother. So we know who's really in charge here.
0: We've got, all right. Mm. Uh,
1: And she bids him rise, saying, "Coriolanus, must I call these? So she's clearly stoked. She's like, "Mm, Coriolanus. Oh,
0: gosh. Formerly known as? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Then Martius makes his way to the capital and the senate uh, with Cominius, Solacius, and Meninius. So, left behind, Brutus and Sinius worry that Connery Lanus is going to be made consul for his victories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're afraid as well that he's going to fire them and the other people's tribunes when he gets into office. And kill them. Probably.
0: <laughs> you know he loves doing that. He
1: loves it. So they resolve to try and undermine him and prevent this from happening. However, in order to be console, you need to go out into the marketplace and solicit votes from the common people. Oh
0: no, he hates talking to common people. He
1: does, and he hates people saying what a great hero he is. Oh,
0: he's so bad at campaigning. Yeah. Oh no. Can't he put someone else to campaign for him instead, like his mom?
1: And he's also got to wear this fancy toga.
0: Oh, he hates fancy things. He hates it. (laughs) Oh, he's going to be so embarrassed. Oh, yeah. He just loves to kill. Just point him at... (laughs) <laughs> you know just wind him up point him somewhere mm-hmm. and he'll kill don't make him do this mom mm-hmm. <laughs> mom mom I don't want to campaign for class president <laughs> I'm embarrassed I don't want the badges
1: so yeah Brutus and Seniors are fairly confident that the common people aren't going to be huge fans of Martius when they see the contempt he holds for them <laughs> which he has proven himself unable to conceal um, and so they head off uh, after the others towards the Capitol. So Cominius tries To extol Martius's great feats Once again in front of the senators So he's like, let's do a congrats Marcius speech In the senate And Marcius pulls out his hair he, he literally, he stands up and leaves the chamber He's like, fuck this <laughs> He's not. just like He can't handle it No <laughs> So the senators are pretty impressed and they do want to make Marcia's consul. So they tell him to dress in the toga of candidacy.
0: Oh no, he doesn't want to do that. He
1: doesn't want to do that. And go down to the marketplace to show his scars to the people to gain their votes.
0: Oh, he doesn't want to do that He either. doesn't want to do that.
1: He begs them to let him get out of this custom. He finds it demeaning and excruciatingly embarrassing, but he has to do it. And he does kind of want to be console. You
0: know? Yeah, he's like...
1: Hmm. So he says, he'll pre- he, he says all right, I'll pretend to blush and be modest, and the people will be deceived uh, in him. And Brutus and Sidious hear this as a promise of, like, deceit and tyranny in his consulship. So they're like, he's a fucking...
0: He's going he's gonna to kill us. Gotta,
1: he's going to kill everyone. Um, so they plot to stir up some resentment Ooh. against him for the disdain he holds the common
0: people, and oh. they're pretty sure
1: this is going to be fairly easy.
0: They're just like, that guy, huh? And they're just like, fucking hate him. They're like, perfect. <laughs> all right. Done.
1: Yes. So in the marketplace, a bunch of citizens discuss Marcius's candidacy, saying that if he uses the scars of battle uh, in his appeal to them, they'll probably make him consul. <laughs> They're like,
0: "Oh, I'll, I'll vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> cool scar, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. Gnarly." <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so then, Carilanus, Marcius uh, himself, comes in, accompanied by Menenius, who is like whispering in his ear, begging him not to speak his truth. Um, Every
0: time he's about to say something mean, he's like, "Don't, don't." No. No, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it.
1: But then, uh, you know, as soon as the crowds come upon them, he immediately abandons Martius to face the crowds alone. No. So (laughs) Martius struggles and uh, cannot conceal his customary arrogance. He says, Better it is to die, better to starve than crave the higher, which first we do deserve. So he's like, It would be better to die than ask the people to have this office which I deserve. (laughs) He's like, Just give it to me.
0: Give it to me. I don't respect your opinion. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. I'll kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So he basically calls attention to his military service and manages to convince a large body of the citizens to vote for him.
0: Yeah. He's just like, yeah, here are my scars. Killed a bunch of men. Mm-hmm. Vote for me. <laughs> It's the peace side. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Brutus and Sinius reluctantly acknowledge that he has passed the test. Damn it. And Menenius lead him back to the capital to be invested with the robes of office. However. That's so fucking easy. <laughs> when Coriolanus uh, or Martius has gone, the the plebeians start muttering to oh. each other. They're like,
0: did he seem kind of rude to you? Was he kind of re- Yeah, he said Did he was going like to kill tra- me so many times. <laughs> so many times. So many times he said he would kill me. I thought it was just like a, oh, uh, just Coriolanus thing. But now I'm thinking
1: about it and I'm like, I think he actually wanted to kill me. I think he... I think he, he might want to kill everyone. He might just. <laughs> so, um, the two tribunes are like, you stupid bitches. Why'd you vote for him?
0: He said he was going to kill you. Was that <laughs> not enough?
1: <laughs> so, um... So, and the plebeians are like, yeah, that was probably the wrong decision. And they decide to retract their approval. Ooh. Uh, and deny Coriolanus the consulship. So he's there, about to get the crown on his head. And they're like, wait. Change our minds. Are Actually they allowed to know. do that? I uh, guess so. Should Um Well, Brutus and Sinus tell the crowd to march on the capital. So they're like, go march protest. Like Go on,
0: go on, tell him. <laughs> he's going to kill you. Go on, go And they also
1: advise the crowds to say that they only voted for Coriolanus because the Trimudes told them to. So that... Um, that means that it's not going to come back on the tribunes. It's not going to look like they stirred up this resentment. They mm-hmm. can appear like Magnemanius when they're
0: appeasing They were actually out. trying to help Coriolanus. <campaigning> they we were trying to help
1: Coriolanus. Cor- it's not our fault. The people not just awful. don't want you as their leader. Um, so they, they want the vote rendered invalid. <sighs> Meanwhile, on the Capitol, Larchus claro, tells Coriolanus that tro- Alphidius has raised a new army. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Martius is like, spoke he of me?
0: <laughs> did, he, did, he, did he ask about me? Did, did he, he say anything?
1: <laughs> and Lashius is like, yes. And Martius <gasps> says, what did he say? <laughs> so Lashius fills him in on Ophidius' obsession with him. Uh, how he hates Martius more than anything on earth. That he would pawn his fortunes in order to defeat him, etc. Et and he's
0: like, oh my god, same. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And Martius wishes that he had an excuse to go to Antium to fight with Ophidius again.
0: Oh my god. Just fuck. Um,
1: but also... Uh, Martius thinks that the Volskys will attack Rome despite the newly signed peace treaty even though Luscious thinks that they've been broken and they won't fight again so at that moment the two tribunes arrive and tell the assembled senators that the people of Rome will not accept mm-hmm. Coriolanus they're like
0: hey guys bad news <laughs> we had nothing to do with it but um <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> like came out of nowhere out of we're nowhere. as blindsided as you
0: Yeah, didn't see it happening at all don't know who gave them the idea to retract the vote didn't even think that was a thing but they're here Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: <laughs> so. Uh, Marcius Coriolanus loses his cool.
0: Oh, does he? Uh, as does you, he?
1: <laughs> as you might, as you might ex- have expected, uh, he accuses Brutus and Cineus of rallying the plebeians against him.
0: Well, is not wrong? Uh,
1: Menenius urges Marcius to return to the market and beg the people's pardon. Oh no! But Marcius refuses and he... continues to denounce the plebeians. And the patricians,
0: just everyone now. I'll just kill everyone, everyone. <laughs> yeah,
1: for having ever agreed to allow them to share in Rome's governance. So he says, "I say again, in soothing them, we nourish against the Senate. So by giving them a voice, we're harming the Senate. Um, the cockle of rebellion, insolence, sedition, what which we ourselves have ploughed for, sown and scattered. So it's like we're undermining ourselves." Um, they beg him to shut the fuck up, but he mm-hmm. will not. Uh, Brutus and Cinna accuse him of treason and call in a crowd of plebeians to seize him, and he raves at them. Oh! Threatens to kill everyone again. I'll kill everyone, yeah. Um, he says that the two tribunes, oh no, the two tribunes say that he must be executed, and the <gasps> crowd starts calling for him to be executed. What? Yeah, God, um, the crowd but gets the other senators so like easily. come to his aid. They're like, wait, 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 and they manage to drive away the mob of plebeians, uh, along with the, tri- along with the tribunes. And then Coriolanus flees to another senator's house. Oh. So the mob returns in renewed strength, but Menenius convinces the people, he kind to speaks to them, uh, to allow him to reason with Coriolanus and to bring the great soldier to the marketplace uh, for a public airing of all the grievances against oh, him. So it's no. like,
0: let's just talk a about it. A roast, a Coriolanus roast. <laughs> he's not going to be able to stand it.
1: Martius tells a group of Roman nobles that he won't let the people change him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and his mother, Voluminia, comes in and she tells him off for being such a fucking liability. She's like... <laughs> um, but then he asks her, he's like, would you have me be false to my nature?
0: And she's like, oh, damn, dog, you got me.
1: Yeah, well, it's kind of like his core question of the of the play. It's like, if they can't accept me for who I am, someone who wants to kill everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or <Phidias> will. <laughs> yeah.
1: Take
0: um, me as I am or watch me as I go. And they're like, <laughs> please leave. And you're like... <laughs> Okay, wait, hang on. Take me as I am, or else. (laughs) (laughs) Or else.
1: Um, Yeah, so, you know, frog, scorpion, etc. So, uh, Meninius arrives with the senators and advises him to go to the marketplace and make peace with the people. No. He must recant what he has said. You must recant what you have said about the plebeians and their tribunes. And then, perhaps, they will allow you to be consul after all. And Martius is like, No. Uh, He won't grovel for forgiveness from the people he hates.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we're right here, bro.
1: (laughs) But his mother advises him to act humbly, even if his humility is dishonest and ask for pardon, even if he doesn't mean it. Um, And eventually she manages to bring him around, and he sulks a little bit, but he agrees.
0: Okay, Um, mom. Chide me no
1: more, mother. Um, So in the marketplace, Brutus and Cinius prepare for uh, Marcius' arrival. Okay. And they're like...
0: He's like, I gotta do it. I reckon we can... He's going to kill everyone.
1: I reckon we can get him to say he's going to kill everyone. Yeah,
0: it's so easy. To... <laughs> it's Oh, my God. You know who he is? Marty McFly, chicken. <laughs> yeah. Mar- Martius Marty. Mar- Martius McFly.
1: <laughs> um. So all they need to yeah, do is accuse him of planning to be a tyrant. And he goes off again. He says, the fires in the lowest hell fold in the people. <laughs> he's, he's just like, like oh, all <laughs> the people of from...
0: I will kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill everyone. I'll put you
1: in hell myself.
0: One sentence and he's like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) He's so defensive about that tyrant thing. Almost sounds like he um, might just be a tyrant. (laughs)
1: Uh, As his friends watch helplessly, Sinius and Brutus, supported by the entire populace, And over the protests of Cominius, the current sitting president, declare that he must be banished from Rome forever. (laughs) Now, they look good and reasonable for commuting the death sentence that the people wanted, right? They're like, well, we won't kill him. We'll banish him. Just for being rude? Just for being Well, for threatening to kill everyone in Rome.
0: Well, he's not gonna. No. He killed everyone in Coriolis. That's true. That, like, that... He probably can, and he, he prob- probably will. He, he wants. He
1: clearly wants to.
0: <laughs> he, he's got three knives yeah. already. <laughs> Marshes on ones in his
1: teeth. <laughs> Masha's, <laughs> Masha's replies that he will go gladly. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go um, see my
0: boyfriend from the other school."
1: He prepares to leave the city, pausing only to bid farewell to his wife, Virgilia, and his mother and friends. Voluminia, his mother, weeps and curses the city for casting him out. While Cominius, uh, his friend and the current president, offers to accompany him for a time. Oh, that's fun! I know how Long nice in trip. his banishment. But Martius is like no, uh, and he departs. So Brutus and Cinnaus, the two naughty tribunes, dismiss the people. Uh, and then they try to avoid encountering Voluminia, Vigilia, and Menenius. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're,
1: like, oh, man.
0: They're like, oh, it's going to be awkward. I, yeah. just, I, I don't even want to say anything. I'm not going to go to the party. Don't I'm look just, at him. Don't,
1: don't look, look at, at no, him. No, I said don't look. Don't, he's going to. Fuck, she's coming over here. <laughs> he's going
0: to say he's going to kill you.
1: <laughs> so um, Voluminia spots the two tribunes and pounces on them, saying that they have exiled the best man in Rome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Brutus and Cinius accuse her of being mad. Meanwhile, a Roman double agent. Oh in the pay of the Volskins, meets up with another Volskin spy Ooh. and reports that Martius has been banished.
0: Oh no, that's what they want. Mm, the
1: two men agree that this will give uh, Orphidius an excellent chance to gain some revenge against Rome for the defeats that but he has. But then he'll be so
0: happen. bummed that, you know, fucking Coriolanus isn't, isn't, isn't there. He'll he'll come in, guns a-blazin', and he won't even well, be there. Well,
1: here's the twist, there. Oh, so, Martius has decided to start his banishment in Orphidius' neighborhood. Oh. He comes to the city of Antium, where Orphidius is stationed.
0: Does he know that? Is...
1: Orphidius? Not yet.
0: No, no. Um, Martius, does he know that? Oh,
1: yeah. Because he oh. reveals... This is like one of the only times he talks to the audience. He almost never does.
0: You know what he, he's doing? He's like following, like, you know those people that would follow fish around? Or U2 around Europe or something? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What are yeah. they called? Groupies? I have no idea. No. One of the first times he talks to the audience, uh, he reveals that his plan is to ally himself with Orphidius against
0: Rome. Ah. And become
1: Rome's greatest enemy. Ooh. So he's going to kill everyone.
0: He's got- Listen, <laughs> he said it before and he'll say it again. He's going to kill everyone.
1: Everyone.
0: Everyone.
1: Uh, so in Antium, uh, Martius asks for admission to the house uh, and Orphidius' servants... Are uh, like, refuse to allow him in. They like, give him a lot of shit. They're like, who the fuck are you? Like, um, but eventually, after, after giving him a lot of shit, one of them fetches uh, his master. So uh, Orphidius comes down. and At first, he doesn't recognize Martius either.
0: They were just pay pigs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, so the Roman, so uh, Martius identifies himself uh, and he basically says, I'm here to support the Volscian cause or to be killed so let's
0: kill Rome
1: you know I can't live uh and and uh, you still be honorable unless I'm working for you so hire me or kill me oh and this is what Ovidius says you ready yes this is the gayest shit I've ever read (laughs) this is
0: this is the gayest shit you've ever even after interview with the vampire by Anne Rice this is still the gayest shit you've ever read
1: listen to this okay let me twine mine arms around that body gay Where against my grained ash, so his spear. Oh A hundred God. times hath broke and scarred the moon with splinters. Here oh I God. clipped the anvil of my sword and do contest as hotly and as nobly with thy love hotly. as ever in ambitious strength I did contend against thy valour. Oh know thou first, I loved the maid I married. Oh my God. Never man sighed to her breath, but, but? I see thee here, thou noble thing, mm. more dances my rapt heart than mm. when I first my wedded mistress saw. He's like, I'm harder
0: for you now <laughs> than in my, like, Than honeymoon. for my wife
1: on our wedding day. Yeah.
0: I am so, I am turgid. I am, I am so hard. <laughs> he
1: calls Martius Mars. He says, why thou Mars? So he's calling him the god of war. And he says, I tell thee, we have power on foot. So he's talking about our soldiers. I had purpose once more to hew thy target from thy brawn. So mm. he was like, I was planning to cut your head off or lose my, my arm for it.
0: Thou but... hast
1: beat me out twelve several times, and I have nightly since dreamt of encounters twixt thyself and me. We have been down together in my sleep, unbuckling helms, fisting each other's throat. What? <laughs> so he's like imagining, he's dreaming of fighting him, but yeah. that's not really what it sounds like.
0: Fisting throats, yeah, doesn't uh, it... And
1: awake half dead with nothing. So
0: okay. he's like... He's into, <laughs> he's into it. He's into ha- it. He's having the dreams. He's- oh my
1: <laughs> so Ophidius God. Promises, uh, promises Marcia the opportunity to get revenge on the Romans. For Kill Rome. Marcia says, You bless me, God. So he's like, He's into it as well. He's, oh
0: my God. They're together they're now. They're together
1: at last. Oh my so God. So they have dinner. Uh, and I'm one of the sure servants they do. <laughs> brings word to the other servants that there will soon be war with Rome, uh, which is oh. convenient. For the plot, yes. Yes. So, back in Rome, all is quiet. Brutus and Sinius are pretty pleased with themselves. There has been no news from uh, Martius for some time, and they tell Menenius the city's better off without him. Hmm. However, a messenger pops in, just at that moment, to bring word that Orphidius and the Volscians are preparing to make war on Rome again.
0: Fuck yeah.
1: Brutus is like, nah.
0: Nah, they ain't.
1: Nah, they ain't.
0: <laughs> nah, dog, you playing.
1: Um, but a second messenger then comes and brings even worse news. Not only, <laughs> only is the army indeed marching on Rome, but it is led by Martius Coriolanus himself.
0: All oh, of oh, oh. these messengers. Just like, you know, when you get a text that's <laughs> like two pages
1: or <laughs> So Menenius is joined by Cominius, and they tell the tribunes that this catastrophe is their fault.
0: Mm-hmm. They're like, you did this. You did this. He's going to kill everyone. He said he he would. (laughs) He said he would. Here he comes. Um, Oh, my God. You know who they're going to be? Fucking, what's his name? Orphidius and Coriolatus. They're going to be that famous photo of the... um, (laughs) There was that riot, and there's that couple making out on a car or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be them. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I can't wait.
1: Brutus and Sidney are like, we didn't do
0: this. But now he the always,
1: plebeians come he's in. He's always
0: saying he'll kill everyone. I didn't actually think he'd do it.
1: <laughs> um, and then all the plebeians come in. They're panicked by the tidings. They also begin to say they were wrong to banish Martius. Nah. They're so fickle. Um, <laughs> And the two tribunes uh, depart for the capital are very nervous about Mm. their own position. The other
0: three tribunes are like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Meanwhile, Orphidius is jealous of Martius. (gasps) His soldiers seem to like more than him already.
0: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Uh,
1: He assumes that Rome will fall to Martius um, and begins to plan how he's going to dispose of him once the city's taken. Got to get rid of him. Everyone likes him more than me.
0: But he loves him.
1: Love is, is maybe not the exact
0: term. He wants to fuck him. Yeah. He wants to fuck him until he kills him.
1: <laughs> yeah. He wants to
0: fucking kill him.
1: <laughs> yes. So now they're at the city gates. Cominius has tried to plead with Martius already to not avail. Uh, now, Menenius goes forth to try and reason with Martius. He's pretty confident in his ability to bring Martius around. You know, he's like, I was like a father to him, etc.
0: Yeah, he's like, we were bros. Yeah, despite
1: posturing to the tribunes that he doesn't think Martius will listen to him, he's like, oh, how could he possibly? He's listen, not listening to anyone. The little old me. To little old me, who's like a father to
0: him. <laughs> a father to him? <laughs> like a little one child. I don't know. Like a little. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Where did that come from? I don't know.
1: I uh... yeah. so yeah. But uh but he's like, I don't think Masha's will listen to me. And it turns out he's right. Yeah. So though he reminds Martius of how he was like a father to him once, Masha still turns him away. And then the guards around all mock him mercilessly, which is just very. It's a very That's satisfying so
0: scene. <laughs> They're just like, oh, guess who didn't get listened to? <laughs> yeah. father figure. Oh, you're his daughter. you? He was dead. Oh, that must suck.
1: Once he leaves, Orphidius remarks that he's impressed with Martius Coriolanus for standing firm against even old friends, almost as if on cue. Oh. Marcius' wife and mother appear, dragging his little boy behind them. Oh,
0: the little boy.
1: And they launch a guilt offensive on him, the likes of which has never been seen before or since. Voluminia kneels before her son and begs him to make peace, and she's like, this is unnatural for me to kneel before you because I'm your mother, but I'm doing it because, you know, Well, when he
0: says he'll kill everyone, I'm sure he has a few like exceptions.
1: Um, maybe, but also when a when an army is, like, ravaging a city, there's kind of no way to control.
0: That's true. That. Can they hide somewhere? A little green hidey hole?
1: Well, this is what happens. So oh, okay. she says she'll block his path to Rome.
0: Oh, So sure. that tha-
1: thou shalt no sooner march to assault thy country than Mom, to tread on... Mom, I'll fucking th- kill you. Yeah, well, then to tread on thy mother's womb that brought you into this world.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I'll kill everyone. Mom. Mom. Including you. Mom.
1: No, you say that, however. Oh. His adorable son pledges to fight against his father once he's old enough. <laughs> he's like, if you come and... if if, if He's stuttering because he's eight. If you come and destroy Rome, I will kill you. I'll kill everyone. Father. father.
0: <laughs> and then... He kills his yeah, own son. Yeah, and then
1: Martius is like, God damn, that's adorable.
0: <laughs> that's so fucking cute. <laughs> almost um, supposed to kill him.
1: Yeah, so Martius is tearing up a little. He starts to leave, but his mother stops him and asks him again to make an honorable peace, one that works for Romans and Volscians alike. So he's like, you can be a hero to both sides by brokering a peace. Between them. Um, And then he doesn't reply immediately. So she says, Okay, I'm going to go back to Rome and die among our neighbors. (laughs) Nice. All right. He left her on scene. Yeah. But Marcius has been won over. So he pledges to make peace immediately.
0: Oh, that's so And then
1: Orphidius is like, What the fuck?
0: What happened to killing everyone, huh?
1: What happened to you and me?
0: Yeah. Marcius. What about our pact to kill everyone? I said so many gay things to you and you're just going (laughs) to throw them away. Mm-hmm. the fisting throats you're gonna throw that away <laughs> huh
1: in rome meninius is feeling sorry for himself he thinks that if he couldn't prevent marxious <sighs> from this course of action then no one can and he berates the tribunes for bringing about the fall of rome he's like you did this
0: yeah that uh
1: but then a messenger arrives to let Again, everyone oh my know. god these guys yeah they're <laughs> hello um <laughs> <laughs> hello
0: okay <laughs> He's
1: like leaping over the wall. Honestly, he doesn't doing parkour.
0: <laughs> Guys, I got something to say.
1: They're like, it's all going to be fine. Yay. <laughs> um, he's not going to invade. So the Romans burst into celebration, welcome Voluminia home as the savior of the city, which is really what she wanted this whole time. right? Yeah. It's like living through her son a little bit, but she really wanted to be the hero. So in the Volscian city, back, back in the Volscian city of Antium, uh, meanwhile, Alphidius and a band of conspirators prepare to dispose of the returning Martius. <laughs> who's, it. who's being given a hero's welcome by the people of the city? I guess they did, They wanted a peace as well.
0: Yeah, so they're like, Antium's
1: oh. like, We're also big
0: Carolinas fans. Yeah, we love peace. Mm. We're not going to kill him or anything. No, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. Is it hard in here? <laughs> Ooh. So when the general arrives, so when Martius arrives and is greeted by Antium senators, Alphidius denounces him, accusing him of betraying the Volscian army. And, you know, himself.
0: Yeah, me a um, little bit. Yeah.
1: By giving in to the Roman women and by failing to take Rome. So Martius predictably loses his temper.
0: I'm going to kill all of you. I'm going
1: to kill you, Alphidius. yeah. <laughs> he, um, and the conspirac- conspirators... Um, along Hang with Orphidius, and now stirring up the, the Antium people against him, reminding them of how he once led Roman armies against them and, you know, killed everyone in Corailes. So finally, as Orphidius shouts at him and as the Antium senators try to intervene, the conspirators stab Corailanus. <gasps> no! And he falls dead. No! Although... Orphidius, no. after this happens, is a bit bummed and he's says... It's like he just dies
0: via stab? That's boring.
1: Yeah, he feels a bit bad about it, remorseful. He declares that he's a great noble man and deserves a, hero's a cool funeral. Death. Yeah, oh. And Orphidius no. joins uh, the men in carrying the body through the city to its final resting place. And that is the end of the story.
0: Oh, Anticlimactic. Yeah. no one's throat got fisted no one came no one died except for him <laughs> <laughs> when he was telling everyone mm. he was gonna kill everyone they yeah. were like almost <laughs> yeah alright
1: yeah so apparently Hitler really liked this play oh yeah cause it's like oh great noble man war hero people are stupid we should have autocratic rule only one guy should be in charge yeah
0: and also we should kill all the Jewish and people and we should kill every- yeah everyone I'll kill everyone so yeah
1: fascists really like this play Um, although sometimes you know modern stagings kind of like frame the people more sympathetically and like kind of like the tribunes is kind of exploding the people a little bit and then Martius Coriolanus is being just a fucking dick which he is
0: he'll kill everyone
1: Uh, and he really does get close
0: so close I Mm. thought he was gonna do it kind of bummed he didn't
1: (laughs) yeah he was like of for in there, he was over
0: promising and under <laughs> And Steve O's dad always mm. told him to mm. under promise, under promise, and over deliver <laughs> exactly Steve-O, from Jackass fame. Yes, yeah, well, it's
1: one of the adages the truest, the truest adage of business get uh, kicked
0: in the nuts <laughs> and, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and under promise, over deliver. Mm-hmm. And I get, yeah, and I it's interesting to think like what Shakespeare's attitude was I guess when he was writing it because
0: sounds like he wanted um Coriolatus to kill everyone yeah
1: I think he I think you know this is towards you know his later career towards the end of his short
0: life um and oh sea dog or shaky shaky yeah like shaggy (laughs) (laughs) but um, apparently and this is really
1: interesting um so you know how there's like very little that we know about Shakespeare's life because he kind of kept it on the down low. People think because he was a Catholic and a time being Catholic was illegal, he kind of stayed off the radar.
0: Yeah, I've seen Shakespeare in love. I know. Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I don't think that was in it, but yeah. Um, so a lot of the, the only real documents that we have kind of about Shakespeare are lawsuits. And one of the lawsuits against him yeah. was for hoarding grain.
0: Ah. <laughs> So Shakespeare
1: yeah so not entirely sure about the context there but I feel like it suggests a little bit I'll
0: kill everyone
1: <laughs> yeah I think he's uh, more on uh, Marcius Coriolanus' side than on the people's necessarily
0: he's like it's my grain I'll keep my grain
1: so maybe Shakespeare's a fascist maybe that's what we're ending our Shakespeare season on
0: <laughs> That's the that was the hypothesis of the whole season <laughs> fascist or nashist <laughs>
1: Um, if you want to weigh in on whether you think Shakespeare is a fascist, feel free to uh, contact us on Instagram. We're illiterature podcast pod, literature pod, or a literature podcast. You'll find it.
0: Why do you think I would know anything?
1: You're in charge of the Instagram.
0: I posted once and then I've forgotten the days ever since. <laughs> I only check my phone to see if um, my lives have regenerated on the game that I'm playing. What's the game? <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me now. It's just like a match three game based off that show Agretsuko. Ooh. You know, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I've heard I don't of it. even I'd watch the it. show, yeah. but the, the game is the pretty good? fun. Okay. You know, when you get rid of three things of the same color, sometimes more.
1: So we might be able to respond to you if you try and contact us through <laughs> the Instagram, but don't hold your
0: breath. Oh, yeah, I should read some of my ugly names. Hang on.
1: Oh, yeah, true. Um, but also, you know, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah.
0: That's what matters. Uh,
1: Spotify, wherever, you know. Email us a uh, literature podcast I think a literature podcast at gmail.com maybe god we it, really we I have think to... it's a
0: literature dot podcast. it is it's a literature dot podcast 69 at 420 at gmail.com
1: <laughs> a literature dot podcast at gmail.com feel free to request a book we're still working on season three um and it should be coming out soon so keep your eyes peeled for that
0: Um, We got a big, strong start for
1: uh, for season three.
0: Oh yeah, don't we have a three-parter? Yeah. A boom, boom, boom.
1: A boom, boom, boom.
0: Three booms, one book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Some ugly names.
0: I'll start from... Coriolanus Snow. So that's, he's number 15. Uh, number 17 is famed actor Rufus Sewell. Because <laughs> that's oh, yeah. a gross name.
1: <laughs> that's so mean.
0: Let's see. Grenda. Barold. These are real names, by the way. These are names of characters or of, um, mm. you know how much I love watching the credits after a yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's to comb through for ugly names. Here we go. Like. More. Delbert. Perfect. Um, Tracy Ashpole, I think is a pretty good one. Okay. You can um, slide, slide under the radar there. Allison Duty, 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 Like poop. <laughs> Rusty Pouch, I think is pretty good. <laughs> That's a good one. Bill Finger. Mm-hmm. I really like Philip Carbonaro. It's not really that ugly, but I just... It's I, definitely I, got a like special the, something. Fish Hallman... Dickie Beer, famed <laughs> actor Donal Log. I always thought that was a funny name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gooby, Garloff Langenbeck. <laughs> I think that's just like I don't European. Care. Listen, <laughs> ugly transcends race.
1: All right, And we'll leave it there.
0: <laughs> and we'll leave it right there. The last name on the list so far is... um rich brown and trevor butt (laughs) thanks for listening (laughs) if you're out there rich brown kudos to you my man (laughs)